Welcome to Rad Science Films. I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my Chewy co-host. <laughs> oh, God, Chewy. Uh, James Marcy, one half of the Mad Science Films team. So, guys, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science Films content, then why not uh, come subscribe to us on YouTube. Stalk us on Facebook. Uh, any comments or suggestions, leave us in the comment section down below. Let's crack on with the show. Nice. Also, guys, please check out our fourth feature film for free over on YouTube. Just search for The Little Monster or click on the link in the show notes below. This week, we're campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema, and we are thrilled to bring you another viewer recommendation. This week, we've got an amazing recommendation from our very good friend of the show and former guest, David Melkovic, and he's suggesting we take a look at Dan Rosen's Dead Man's Curve, a.k.a. The Curve, from 1998. Right, Jimothy, are you ready for a synopsis? Let's do it. Okay, get comfy. This is a long one. Two college students kill their roommate and make it look like a suicide. Oh. There you go. Yeah! <laughs> so, so, Jim, Dead Man's Curve. Yeah. Uh, first time watch for me. Um, hmm. Not a big fan. <clears throat> um, the idea is cool. You know, uh, I think that's a real thing, isn't it? Um, so I, if, I've heard of it elsewhere. Yeah. yeah so basically, if, if your if your college buddy dies, you kind of um, get your results for your exams all ticked off, and uh, you're good to go. So I kind of like the idea, and um i did enjoy so chris who's teaming with tim to kill rand rand, rand. i kind of i i kind of um i kind of like watching chris trying to discover where he fits even though he's part of the whole kind of um uh not conspiracy but the the efforts to kill rand or part of killing rand i kind of enjoyed chris's um turmoil with that and trying to trying to you know being then suspicious of Tim and what Tim's motives are, and then and then Chris with then with then his girlfriend trying to kind of then do an over on Tim because Tim seems to be double crossing Chris. Uh, so there's a bit of that going on. I kind of enjoyed that to a degree, but overall, uh, I didn't really I didn't really like the characters in it. None of them were really likable. Um, I don't know whether it was just the acting wasn't that good, but I just didn't really connect a lot with them yeah. all um yeah. tim i found tim fucking annoying um how nobody picked up on this sarcastic narcissistic twat and he's like everybody's just really stupid and just doesn't pick up on it uh he's basically suggesting for the whole film that like he's part of this or he's the main reason why Rand's dead and he's kind of toying there and like well, chris he's like toying so he's, they're there being uh, investigated by the police and they're trying to come across like they're innocent and then Tim's pretty much setting Chris up in front of him and the police that he's done it and then after the police go he's not pissed off he's not more like hang on a minute you're clearly trying to set me up but it just it just didn't I don't know it just didn't feel real like do you know what I mean and um yeah. and 
there was this heavy pop culture saturated you know, it was very saturated in, in pop culture and it was a bit too much for me and i think perhaps if they just focused on the 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 main story like this like stuck to like telling a thriller yeah and, and it's all this references to like films and music and it's like just it felt like it was distracted as well from from the main plot of the film so um yeah absolutely no agree i think our, our thoughts are pretty much align man um yeah this was a first time watch for me i don't think i was even aware this film existed no no me um, you know whether it was just because it was part of this post scream yeah teen drama thriller horror glut that we has you know there mm. were so many films that came out after scream which were like okay let's take these tv stars and you know stick them in these things and and people eat that shit up um mm. so i didn't see that um I'm not, I don't think I missed out much. As you said, though, I love the concept. I think the concept is a great kind of concept. I'd, I'd heard of the concept generally in, in the past. Yeah. I don't know. And it felt like a really good Hitchcockian kind of setup, you know, that that idea of two people planning to kill, kill somebody, make it look like a suicide just to see if they can, you know. Mm. Uh, and yes, there's, mm. there's, there's the, the, the grades and, you know, getting into harm and all this crap. It is amazingly 90s um and i think it's this so is what dave was kind of recommending it to us was it was so 90s obviously it's so yeah. 90s yeah Terry russell and her perm hair is yeah man. So 90s. that is insane yeah. shot in a very warm 90s kind of way but then no. with those like you know extreme blues every time it's edgy mm -hmm. time. college kids with their beautiful 90s hair and 90 clothes and yeah <laughs> yeah like as you were saying the pop culture <laughs> stuff you know like going to the cd shop and checking out your cds and oh you know and you said the pop culture thing yeah it, it didn't need it it was like they didn't have confidence in the concept of the film enough that they had mm. to do like the deer hunter references and all these yeah, other things i was yeah. just like what was that man yeah, you're reminding yeah. me of a better film you know I, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Deer hunter now. um yeah and i've got no problem with characters being unlikable okay but they've still got to be entertaining uh but matthew lillard uh is basically playing his scream character you know that he plays in scream but the yeah. difference being is that in scream he is just a supporting character you know he's not even like one of the main characters yeah yeah, um, yeah. this is too much matthew lillard and this too is matthew much. lillard as like one of the lead actors and all through it i yeah, he was annoying it wasn't that he was Fucking... unlikable he was annoying. And I was just like, dial it down, Lillard. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, and then compare that with Michael Vartan, who uh, I remember seeing in the TV show Alias. And I thought he was great as the, like, the straight lace, I think FBI or CIA agent in that. Great, fine. But in, in this, he's too blank. And as you said, yeah, he's not, he isn't reacting enough. So at most, he's a bit of a whiny bitch about, you know, I've got to get into Harvard. It's everything. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Either I was annoyed when Lillard was on screen or like bored by Michael Vartan's non-presence in the film. So yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree, mate. Um, and I, I kind of put it down to, it's a great concept. They're good actors. They've been good in other stuff. Mm. But I, I, I think the blame has got to lie with Dan Rosen. Now, Dan Rosen yeah. directed one other film. Um, and the only other thing of his that I've seen 
um, was uh, he did a he wrote a film called The Last Supper, um, which got a bit of a boost because it was like the film that was released after Cameron Diaz made it massive in the mask. So it was like, who's that girl? Let's see whatever film she's in. And again, it's a very 90s dark thriller with what's supposed to be comedy edges, but again, mm. yeah. Um, and I've got to be honest, man, there are, there are so many twists at the end that I just didn't care. I, I didn't care if it made sense or not. You know, there's like a twist and then another twist and then the, the ending didn't make any sense to me. I don't know whether I, it, could it, just it might have done cared. if I cared enough, but by the, by the end, I was just like, yeah. all right, if, if that's Whatever. if that's what if, if they're you know quadruple crossing each other, then then sure. So whatever um it, it just felt like that 90s thing that they were trying to be too dark and edgy um but what they ended up being was just annoying <laughs> which you know yeah. as i keep saying man i am absolutely fine with unlikable characters um you know a great example for me is you know george clooney and quentin tarantino and from dust till dawn they do horrible terrible things but i am entertained every second they are on I, yeah I, I i think that's what i mean not like is in i don't think they're nice people i just didn't like i just wasn't interested i just didn't like them i, I didn't care they were 2d there was not much going on they didn't really add anything to the story i didn't really know the character like like the characters had no depth to them they had no it yeah. was just really just a poor Poor script, I think, and then I think they, I could, I think they could have developed it. It, it, it has all the ingredients there, and and they could have made some comments. You know, they were doing a class thing as well about you know uh, Michael Barton's character. He's not a rich kid or whatever. You know, he's there, and so that's also Matthew Lillard had like some dominance over him because you know he was mm. a spoiled rich kid, and, and Rand was too, mm. and all this kind of thing. So I think all the elements were there. It was just where they chose to focus. Yeah, I'd, I'd like I think the film was weaker than it than it could have been. Yeah, it, it did have a lot of potential, and I think there was a, yeah a lot of potential there. But like you said, you know, Tim the character Tim was just too much. Chris was not enough, uh, I, and I think starting with them pretty much decided they're going to do it. That was a bit like, well, let's have a bit of a build up to it. Let's let's find Honestly, your yeah. backstory, yeah, yeah, yeah. why yeah. we're doing this, and how you two come together because you two don't seem like you would have been friends otherwise. You know what I mean? The characters just didn't. Just didn't come together, so yeah, yeah, a lot of gaps. Lot of... So sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're not massive Dave. fans, uh, but I agree, it is the most nineties film I have ever seen. So yes, I, I can agree with that. So Jim, mm. let's let's pretend that we like the film more, uh, and we want to badger a boutique Blu-ray label to put this bad boy out. Who are we going to go to to put this film out? Uh. I don't want to see released, to be honest. <laughs> um, I found it difficult to find um, many labels, to be honest. But I mean, if you go to like Shelf Factory, they got a couple of '90s thrillers there. Um, yeah. They got Cuffs with Christian Slater. Nice. And they got yeah, they got California as well with a K because it's cool. Yes, um, another '90s thriller. Perhaps Arrow again. They got some cool nineties through. I mean, True Romance is on there, which is probably yeah, one okay. of the best uh, of that era, and also Wild Things too. So um, yeah, chuck that up. So yeah, maybe Arrow and Shell Factory. Maybe a couple more. But um, I think this film really fucking fatigued me to be honest. And I was like, oh, I don't want to find you a place. I don't want to find you a home. You know what I mean? But we still like Dave, though, right? I love Dave. Great. Dave, Dave, Dave can come back from this. 
there's room for Dave. <laughs> oh. You don't have convinced you. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Let's get all right, Dave. We need a new recommendation. One that yeah, we're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a similar thing. I, I went with 101 films. Uh they've got black label, and again, they've put out some kind of 90s crime thriller stuff like the cooler and stuff like that, which the way it's shot and edited felt felt similar. Different different subject matter, but yeah, I thought 101 films, um, yeah, they'd be well placed to put out. So yeah, okay, cool. So Jim. Mm. Sat through all of Dead Man's Curve, and you've decided, I not to go to bed. <laughs> you decided you could salvage the night and watch another film. What what film are you going to follow up with? Uh, I mean, the original Scream is pretty cool, and if you want to see um, Mr. Ilf, is it Ilf? What's his surname again? Lillard. What's his name? Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard doing that role, but in a better film, um, and not so much. I rewatched that uh, recently with my kid, uh, with Belle, yeah. and um, yeah. I mean, how none of us like guessed from the first second that you know him and crazy, uh, yeah, spoilers, yeah, but yeah. him and Skeet Ulrich. I mean, the, the number of like meaningful looks they give each other is yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of mad that he wanted to do Scooby Doo as well, isn't it? Because that's kind of similar to Scream. It's a what's behind the mask kind of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was the uh, role he was born to play. There we go. So go watch Scream, uh, the original. Cool. Um, you can watch this film is a little, little bit sooner, but it's a dark teens murderous and all that. Heather's, uh, that's yeah, that's one of mine. Right? That's one of mine. Definitely. Yeah. Um, you got things Again, like similar with the the suicide, murder suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a film I watched in his eighties by Francis Ford Coppola. It deals with teens. It's, it's based on a book. Um, but I think they really the the whole drama and the reality behind death and it's just better characters. If you wanted like watch a film that involves young actors actually acting in a really good story. Go watch The Outsiders. It's a nice. uh, cast, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe. I haven't seen that really, for years, mate. Really yeah. good film, really good film. And it's it's done really well. So, yeah, there's all murder and friends and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, but done much, much better. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I had Heather's as well. Um, most of my recommendations are in this kind of post-scream teenagers yeah. or college students fucking each other over in some sort of way so there's mm-hmm. killing mrs tingle aka T- teaching mrs tingle um and again that's you know like they've got a teacher in their sites and da, 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 da. there's cruel intentions do you remember that one again that's teens fucking each other over yeah literally in some cases yeah. Um, and yeah done really well um you mentioned it not as a recommendation but another one uh great film um, and yeah, you said great release from Arrow World Things. Um, yes, yeah. brilliantly done. Again, very twisty, turny, but the mm. twists in that are brilliant, and they keep mm. you the whole time. Um, yes, so Heather's or its weird quasi remake Jawbreaker. Did you ever see that one? No, no. Uh, late nineties, similar time period to Dead Man's Curve. Yeah, with Rose McGowan in. So Jawbreaker, that's that's another one. There's Drop Dead. I mean, I've got loads, mate. Drop Dead, gorgeous. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's another you know yeah teens murdering and all this kind of stuff. There's a cheerleaders become bank robbers movie called Sugar and Spice with um, oh I think... do you remember from America? yeah yeah okay yeah right so there's that and then uh, a later one um, I think this was like early two thousands was Murder by the Numbers with Sandra Bullock and it's it's like you know two kids decide to kill somebody just to see if they can get away with it and mm. it's like you know the detective on the case or whatever it's like again a kind of a remake of oh god uh, hitchcock's rope 
where again, yeah, there's there's two students who decide to kill somebody to see if they can. Uh, and again, I think it was also made as compulsion with a young Dean Stockwell. All of these films are much better than Dead Man's Curve and will yeah. give you what you're looking for, unless you're looking for too much Lillard. <laughs> Lillard's concentrate, uh, double concentrate, and very 90s. Just too much, isn't it? I think I think I've got a special kind of diabetes now after watching that. It's just too much. <laughs> too much. So any of those films I would recommend watching instead of <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I, I, this is like the harshest we've ever been on a film. And it's like, you know, as objectively as a film, it's, it's competently made. And we don't speak about this before we do it. So it's not like we're just ganging up. Like, I, I don't know what you were going to say and vice versa. So this it's is true. This uh, is true. Usually we yeah. either both love a film or we disagree. Um, very rarely do we both decide to kick a film when it's down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This must be a bad film. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. We love you, Dave. Yeah. Right, you guys. Okay. Have you seen Dead Man's Curve, a.k.a. The Curve? What did you think of the film? Really? And... <laughs> What do you think would go nicely with Dead Man's Curve? Uh, or otherwise, guys, what films do you think deserve the beautiful booty release? Yeah. Or some, some version of those words. Uh, let us know in the comments. Jim, what else can these people do? So, guys, if you do like this video, then please hit the like button. Uh, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science content and want to subscribe to our channel and can follow us on Facebook. Any comments or suggestions, then leave those in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye.